Welcome back to the TNT B&B Podcast. These episodes will involve two longtime friends watching a movie and then discussing it at length. So sit back, mix a drink, because you know we'll be drinking. And listener beware, we'll be spoiling the shit out of the movie we watched. Here we go again. So we are finishing up currently... A franchise. Until 2025. Yeah, there's still two more coming out. God knows how or why, but... We'll get into that conversation in a bit. So tonight we'll be discussing Fast X, which came out in 2023. has an IMDb of 5.9, Metascore of 56, Rotten Tomatoes... A 57% tomato meter, 84% audience. It had a budget of $340 million. Domestically, $145,960,660. Worldwide, $704,709,660. It was directed by Louis Leterrier. Terrier, written by Dan Mazzao, Justin Lin, Zach Dean, based on the characters by Gary Scott Thompson, who wrote the first one. All right. Well, we're drinking Masters, Diet Pepsi. Things don't really change there much. Um, so, yeah. I love Fast and Furious series. I know you do. But the last two, they should just, like, I keep saying this. I've said this, I think, on every single one. Just make the last one with Paul Walker's funeral, last hurrah, call it a day. That should have been that for sure. I'm tired of them trying to figure out, well, Brian's somewhere over there, da-da-da. Well, Brian, da-da-da. Like, this is what I was thinking when I was watching this. Is Mia not in the movies a lot anymore because Brian's gone and they don't really want to explain that? Yeah, I would think so. They brought her in pretty heavily for nine because they brought in Jacob. Mm-hmm. So they wanted the whole family there, so to speak. I forgot he even had a sister. You thought, forgot Dom had a sister? The other sister. The other sister. The other girl in Brazil, or Rio. That was uh, Elsa Pataki's sister. Not... Who the fuck is that? <coughs> the cop, Chris Hemsworth's wife, that got killed. Oh. That was her sister. Oh, no shit. Yeah, which... Okay. I mean, another thing with this movie is they just kind of randomly, retroactively add characters. Like her, there was no mention of her ever. No. They just threw her in there. Um, Same thing with Jacob in the last movie. They just kind of retroactively put him in there. Well, yeah, they showed them as kids, and then, oh, there he is as an adult Yeah, but they had eight movies to bring him up at some point. Yeah, he never never had a brother. Yeah. He only had a sister from 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 the first one to, like, eight. Yeah, there was never a mention of... John Cena's character until nine. So that's why nine and ten to me, they they should not even have. I know they're money makers, whatever, but they just 
don't do it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. But, I mean, seven was good. Eight was okay. Nine, just okay. We're they're in fucking space, and then now they have Jason Momoa's character, who's like a trans or crossdresser. I don't even know what the fuck. Is yeah, I don't know what he was doing. That. And they made he's, that character really weird. But he's another character that they. I mean, the movie opens with Fast Five. Yes, and he was there the whole time. You yep. never saw him, but. So, I don't know. They're just going back to go forward. It seems kind of repetitive. It does. And it's very much that they're adding to that never should have been added to. Or they should have introduced this stuff earlier in the movies. So then they could have made... I mean, you see what I'm trying to go with this? Yeah. Like... If they were playing, like, I don't think they were playing. No, no, they certainly weren't. Like, they were probably like, I think after Tokyo Drift, they're like, oh, fuck. What, like, yeah. what the hell are we doing? They did a hard pivot after Tokyo Drift to this spy heist style movie as opposed to street racing. Yeah. So then, you know, the fourth one starts off as like, I thought four was good. Five was good. Six was good. Seven, all right. Eight, all right. But, yeah, nine and ten, they just, if they wanted to make this a franchise and if they would have thought about this before they did any of this, they would have added the small details to the early on movies. It was too late for them to even start adding on to yeah, it would have been a, It would have been a lot better had there been some kernels or Easter eggs that would... Exactly. You could go back and see, like, oh, that's right, I remember. And that guy. they should have did it in the earlier movies, not thinking like thinking like, okay, even if we don't branch off of this, no biggie. But again, they would have fucked things up if they would have tried to add that into five, and then do this with ten, and then they would have had different characters. I doubt Jason Momoa would have played in five. Right. No. Yeah. You're you're right for sure. So again. <clears throat> Yeah, they didn't show him in five, but maybe they mentioned him in five. Like, did they mention him? I didn't. Maybe. Like, we watched that a while ago, so I don't really remember. Yeah, I don't remember either, but I don't remember there ever being a son or. No, I don't remember any mention of Reyes having a son, but. Yeah, so I just, I don't know. This whole movie, I mean. You gotta just take these movies what it is, though. Yeah, like, you, I mean, it's you gotta just—it's a fun it's action porn. Yeah, is essentially all it is. It's fun. It's fun to watch. It's um, utterly ridiculous, but I mean, what do they say on the review? The one review, like this was like a um, soap opera, basically. Yeah, it's all about family. Yeah, and okay. Where the fuck did the mom come from? Was she yeah. a nine? No, we've never seen her before. That was Rena Moreno. This is her okay, first Okay, so appearance. she just showed up randomly in this movie, too. Yep. Just to bring it back to saying, Dom, you've done such a good job holding your family together and keeping your dad's legacy alive and bullshit like that. Yeah, and then again, there was never even a mention of a mom in any of these ones. Was Was there? Uh, no, I don't it think so. It was mostly his dad. They talked about his dad quite a bit, but I never remember. I always thought his dad mentioned. was like, uh, 
he was the only parent situation. It made it seem that way, I think. Especially in 9 when they were doing the flashbacks and shit. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, when I saw her, I was like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, they're adding this. and I mean, take this as you will. But I'm also trying to remember his son as a baby because wasn't his baby white? Now that you say that, I think he was. I remember a white baby. Yeah, because that's the one that Cypher had kidnapped and was holding hostage. Yeah, because there's also that other baby I might be getting confused, which was Brian's and Mia's. Oh, I think you're right, because they did show flashbacks of her holding the baby while Elena or whatever her name was got killed. Mm -hmm. I I don't mean to bring in racial things, but... Those are I mean, the points con- that I con- kind of looked at. It was, I thought, I'm pretty sure. Let's that hold the continuity. A, they were holding a white baby in the in nine yeah. or eight or whatever the fuck that it was. was. Eight, yeah. So, I don't know. I I just yeah. I mean, it's just a continuity bullshit. And there was, there's a point where you're just adding too much later on in the game, and they're there. Yeah. And I don't know if this is going to be one of those movies where the next one, because they're coming out late in the game, and there could be a, it could be 2026. They're saying yeah, 2025, who? but with the writer and all well, that. They're currently in pre-production, which means there's getting nothing done on it right now. So, mm-hmm. so depends on how long the strike goes. To this could be one that people waited too long to get the second half out. Because yeah, it ends on a clue on a couple cliffhangers, and so. they haven't done that ever with any of these, really. No, <clears throat> they usually finish it off, finish it off with a barbecue and a toast, and everybody. And then they might other. have a button scene or an end credit scene to tease the next one, like when they first introduce Jason Statham when he kills yeah. Han. Yeah, and that's the thing is, is if you're gonna do a two-parter, you need to get that you shit ready to go. It. You should get that shit ready to go next. A year after, you don't go two years. I'm surprised they didn't shoot them back to back. Like, yeah, they why should've. not just? They probably should have. But so yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of this, and then everybody just coming alive. That was <laughs> shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, spoiler alert: the end scene shows uh, Gal Gadot's character. Can't remember her name. But she's alive, and she's driving the submarine that Cypher stole and blowing up Antarctica. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Um. And they're going to, and then we didn't say that um, Jacob died. Well, but I think in parentheses, died. Yeah, I would not be shocked if he shows up. Because it's Fast and Furious. Nobody fucking dies. Yeah, they're family. They're, they don't die. <laughs> they're superhuman. They die in real life like Brian, but, um, no, I just, it's gotten too much. Oh, for sure. The whole, even with like the agency, Mm -hmm. like it was, I was always under the impression that Mr. Nobody, the guy, uh, oh my God, Kurt Russell's character. I thought he just worked for the CIA. I did too. But. 
now it's an agent. They just call it the agency. I don't know if they're implying that it's CIA, but that's all some fucking hyper tech bullshit. Mm-hmm. Doing a vote to see what they're doing. And I'm like, come on. They did add a couple new characters. Alan Richson, guy who played uh, Jack Reacher. Yeah. He's kind of the turncoat villain. Brie Larson shows up for a hot second. She's Mr. Nobody's daughter, who I do remember them, him saying that he had a daughter in one of the earlier movies. Yeah. So she didn't just come out of thin air at the very least, like a lot of these people do. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, she didn't really have much to do. She kind of helped Letty escape and took a bullet. I I didn't even recognize... like the quick glance I saw, I was like, "Oh, that's Brie Larson." Then it didn't really look like her after I started. Like she looked a little different. Yeah, maybe I skinnier. Was, yeah, she was. I mean, she was a little skinnier than what she was in like Captain Marvel and the Avengers and shit. But when the trailers came out and they showed her, I was just the way that these movies work. I was expecting her to be like Brian's lost sister or cousin or somehow related to Brian. Is what I was expecting. I mean, that makes sense. They both blonde hair, like, and it's just the way. I mean, it's all about family. I guess yeah. she is part of a family with nobody, but mm-hmm. I was expecting to go heavy-handed with that with her. And and also, they started this off with Charlize Theron getting fucking beaten to shit. Yeah, and basically, the agency didn't think she was gonna make it, which was shocking. And then you see her in the middle of the movie, like she's she's good. Yeah, she was able. To, she was near death, but was able to have a full blown fight with fucking what's or nots. And Letty. why would she go see Dom? Like, why would she even care about him knowing? That's a fair point. I don't know. Like, like why, she doesn't give a fuck about him. Like, no, she's been trying to kill him for the last two movies. Yeah, but. so. I mean, she tried to talk her way to why she's there, but it doesn't make sense why she's there. Yeah, she, well, what did she say? The enemy of my enemy is you? Yeah. So maybe she wanted Dom to take him out so that she would be safe? Maybe? I mean, that's kind of some ass-backwards logic. I see, because he has more of a family. Well, he stormed her building and took her crew to get to Dom. Yeah, but once she, if she's once he's done with Dom, he may come back at her. So give Dom fair warning so that he can take him out, well, which might protect her. I, I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. A new concept that it's kind of like what you just said. Um, Jason Momoa's character can buy anybody, but you can't buy family. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what Dom said to him. Yeah. So they stole all his money, and he bought off a bunch of mercenary groups to. Be his fucking army, essentially. And, you know, um, what's his face? Uh, the ball guy. Ter- Dominic Toretto? No, the other one in the family. He's bald. He was crying on the... Oh, Tyrese. Yeah. What more do you want from yeah. me? I mean, I like his character so much. His character movie. is the comedic. Him and Ludacris work pretty well together. Yeah. Work off each other pretty well. Because They're the comedic. When they rob their money, and he's like, "Oh, you guys are broke." <laughs> yeah, but and they're like, 
what are you doing, dude? Like, what are you, what's going on? He just takes off his vest or his shirt or whatever. There's just wads of cash everywhere. Get he, receipts. Get receipts. But he gives, like, everybody, like, only a couple hundred each one. And he goes to Ludacris. He's like, oh, bro, I got you or something. Just gives him a big stack. No, he gave Han a big stack because he's like, I know you'll pay me back. Oh, Han, yeah, that's what it was. And then when they go and try and buy black market shit he just throws down a hundred what'll that get us they won't even get you one of my muffins <laughs> and pete davidson i can't stand the fucking guy i don't know well, what know, it is about but him. he's kind of witty and clever uh, and he's kind of funny in this yeah. but just i don't know what it is about him that's why but... i want to see dumb money or whatever oh yeah yeah i mean it just looks like a good movie that he's in it which I wasn't sure. And I love Paul feel. Dano. Yeah. So I wasn't sure what you were going to say because I well, I, I remember me. I remember that when it was happening, and it was a pretty wild fucking story. Oh, like, the GameStop. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's wild. I so was there be, for that. It, I I was half expecting that to be done by uh. Ah oh, fuck. The Will Ferrell collaborator. He did like Inside Job and. Uh, Dick, or not Dick, but Vice. He's kind of done those true life kind of half comedic, half real story movies. I know who you're talking about, but I don't know. Adam, is it Adam? Fuck. Oh, yeah, Adam. Um, I can't remember his name, but <clears throat> he worked with Will Ferrell for years. I think his last name's Adam. No, I'm going to have to fucking look it up because it's bugging the shit out of me. Adam... Or not? He big... did Nike. He did Air, didn't he? No, Ben Affleck did Air. That's who did Air. He did like Big Short. Yep. God damn it! What is his name? Adam McKay. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> it just clicked in my head right yeah. when you were saying that. I knew it was Adam something. <clears throat> but I mean. This movie is absolutely preposterous in what they do physically and with their cars and shit, but compared to the last one, it's a bit understated because they don't go to space. Well, they were driving down the goddamn Hoover Dam. That wasn't the Hoover Dam, but it was a dam in Portugal. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It looked yeah. like the Hoover Dam, but you're driving down the Yeah, place. I mean, it's absurd. With your son in the car. Well, it's that or get smashed by two semis, so take your chances, I suppose. Jesus. Christ. But, and one of the things that I found kind of distracting was the fire CGI in this, especially with the bomb at the beginning. Looked fake as fuck. Well, we just got done watching Oppenheimer. Yeah, that's fair. Where Christopher Nolan does every single thing practically, so fire is actually fire. Which we'll talk about a little bit, but yeah. But yeah, it just <clears throat> it was really distracting, especially when the bombs rolling and is on fire and the cars are on fire well, and, and shit. Yeah, it looked like the Oppenheimer atomic bomb. It did a little bit, and that you were kind of implying it was some kind of nuclear, not nuclear, but catastrophic device. Which that's what kind of sets the whole movie off is they're still kind of working with the agency, so. Uh, Tyrese, Ludacris, and the tech girl from Game of Thrones, they get intel that they need to go to Rome and steal some microchips. Mm-hmm. 
which was all a setup to get them there to steal the bomb so that uh, Jason Momoa can blow up Rome. Yeah, and then that's where you, you didn't really know that the agency, that guy was in on it, but that's, yeah. Right, because uh, Scott Eastwood comes to the house after they take away Cypher. Mm-hmm. He's like, we don't have any operations in Rome right now. And that's when they realize it's a setup. They go to Rome, try and save the day. The bomb ends up going off, but Dom was able to knock it in the river, which magically fucking makes it less potent. Well, yeah. And somehow that car was still driving after yeah. they like, drove off the bridge, smacked it into the one thing, landed it somewhere over there, spin that thing around, which hit the bomb that rolled over the... Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, again, <laughs> preposterous. But one thing they never talk about is the civilian casualties that happen in every single one of these fucking movies. Oh, yeah. Like, they were just pancaking cop cars and fucking not giving a shit mm-hmm. about anything or anybody. Except Dom will sometimes save some civilians by flipping his car and knocking down an awning to protect some people having lunch and shit. Mm-hmm. Come on, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I don't know. I like when the bomb hit the bus and split it in half. You know, yeah. people died. Yeah, unless there were people magically not sitting in the center of the bus. Yeah, they were all in the front and back. I mean, all right, come on. That's fucking. I don't know. Yeah, but he. I mean, again, saying all this. I mean, it's preposterous, but it's. Less preposterous than the last one. Yeah, and let's just say, I was just going to say this. What else can they do? They've already been in space. I, I, I think the whole space thing was after, like, Fast 6, people were like, what the fuck are they? Where they drive through three buildings in Dubai and seven, I think. What are they going to do? Go to fucking space? That's what people were saying online. He's like, you know what? Fuck you. We will. And I think that's exactly why they did it. Okay. Because people online were just trashing it. Like, I mean, sure, go to space. All right, we will. And I think that was the whole point. Yeah. I mean, it is a joke. So they kind of grounded it a little bit, I guess you could say, in this one. But it's still fucking absurd. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't. Think they could do anything else? That's crazy. I mean, they'll they'll think of something. I don't know I mean, what. I can't. I've sitting here pondering on that idea right now. I was like, hmm. You've got John Jacob, John Cena's character, built a car with fucking rockets. I mean, cannons on the side of it. Yeah. So, <laughs> what she uses the cannons to propel himself into the air, flip over, and land on a bunch of mercenary cars. And explode. Yeah. But he's going to live. Oh, I'm sure he'll be back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he'll be back. There's a ton of returning characters. You get Helen Mirren back for a scene. You get Jason Statham back for a scene. Of course, the button scene was the big thing with The Rock coming back. So somehow him and Vin Diesel squash their beef. Yeah, how did that go? I don't know, but they were not 
good for a very long time. Yeah. That's why I, I... So, with having all these people, do they like working for Vin Diesel? Is that why I have all these big stars that just keep showing up on this one? I think they're getting paid pretty handsomely, too. I bet you they backed the money truck up to The Rock and said, Hey, buddy, name your price. <laughs> like... You don't even have to be on screen with Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's pretty much on his own for the entire movie. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you come on back. You will never have to be on set with him. Just we need to bring your character back to give this movie more juice. I, that, that could very well be. But I'm sure he got paid pretty handsomely to come back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, Vin Diesel's kind of off on his own the entire movie. Then Han, Ludacris, Tyrese, and the tech girl are kind of on their own. Letty got arrested, so she's in Antarctica. Who else? Charlize Theron. Yeah, Charlize Theron was there. That, That was a decent fight, I guess. But it's like, she goes up and sees she's in there. Fuck. Come back down. All right, what's your plan? After I just, we just spent the last 10 minutes beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, and that's... Like, there's really not much to say about that. I mean, the, sh- the movies, especially at 4... Four and on, the places they go, like I mean, it's become a world hopping movie. They go everywhere. The one thing I will say about this one, which I cannot remember exactly, with nine, because nine we did before we did any of them, was they've kind of moved past the pretty girls and booty shorts and shit. They yeah. don't really show that much anymore. Yeah, you're right on that. So, maybe they're evolving, I guess. I mean, there was that scene in Rio where there was some booty shaking, and, I mean, that's the car scene. Not nearly much like they used to, though. Oh, no. But that is the car scene. Is That is that, you know, for sure. Horish-looking girls. Like I don't even know what the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I don't really know. What's the proper? I'm sure horish is not a good thing. <laughs> Empowered young women, <laughs> body positive. <laughs> yeah, Lizzo shaving her. <laughs> yeah, that's the price you pay. Oh Jesus Christ. But yeah, I mean, they go back to Rio. These, the whole movie took place in Rio. This movie is kind of started in Rio. Yeah. And then they were in London. That's how they hooked up with Statham. But yeah, they kind of stopped completely trying to explain away Brian's absence. Right? Well, now it's just gotten ridiculous, like I said earlier. Like... um. They just always like, oh, Brian. And like, he'll just, how do you say? He's like, oh, I have a friend. And you know, he's talking about Brian. 
Yeah, like, oh, I have a friend back home who would appreciate that car or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. So, it's, they should have, they sh- when he died, they should have done a respectful thing and kill him on screen. Not kill him on screen, but have a funeral. Yeah, I mean, you, obviously you have to kill him off screen, but they should have. Because now you're just <clears throat> having to f- find an excuse as to why he's not there. Yeah. Where? I mean, for Christ's sakes, you can make that the whole damn movie. It starts he got, off with yeah, a he funeral. Got, he got off by one of their last. One of some bad guy, and they have, they're yeah. going to go get revenge. And that would have been fine. One. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Done. That's what they absolutely should have done. They killed one of our families. Family members. Yeah, let's go get. I mean, that was the same thing with when Han died. Yeah. Like, it's it's right there. Just do it. Yeah. Instead of trying to explain his absence for seven movies. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I get it. You want to keep his memory alive, maybe, or you don't want to. I don't know how to justify what they're doing with that, but it just seems like the wrong move. Exactly. Like, <clears throat> yeah, there's so much they could have done with that. Now, how many characters have they killed off and brought back? The Letty. Yeah. Uh, Gal Gadot's character, Han. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody else? Oh, man. You know... I'm surprised fucking Elsa Pataki hasn't come back from a fucking bullet to the back of the head. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. My good Lord. It's like a fucking comic book movie. Nobody ever fucking dies. Yeah, they could be like, oh, man, look at this guy. He got shot 16 times, but... <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, I think it was in 9 where Tyrese is surrounded by 40 fucking people shooting at him and he doesn't get hit once. Like, oh my God, what are we doing here? Yeah, and that car door is not going to really hold bullets, just to let you know. No. Unless it's filled with phone books. Yeah, uh, a la burn notice. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Need some stopping power there. Then it can't. But no, I mean, Alan Richson, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but... He's, it seems like he's just playing Reacher. Yeah. I don't know if that was by design or what, but just a bad Reacher, I suppose. Yeah. Which I didn't I didn't necessarily see that turn coming, to be honest. Like I didn't be a bad guy. Yeah, I didn't call that. I didn't either, but I also It makes sense. It makes sense. It doesn't make sense that he was there. Back in the day, he could have just been like, I, he got paid off after yeah. the fact. I think that would have been a little better. But Well, it's fun. It's, it was interesting to me how fast he turned on Vin Diesel when everything went sour in Rome. Yeah, he was kind of quick to pull the, pull the trigger on calling them terrorists, for yeah. sure. That, so, that's a fair point. Like, that was kind of like, to me, like, what the fuck, like, don't you go find them, discuss what's going on before you just. Like, I'm yeah. sure. Okay. 
Like, for, bring them in by any means necessary seems a little drastic. Yeah, I'm sure if he would have picked up his phone and called Dom, and he Dom answers, okay, he's not hiding from you. Right. Like. And I don't know. the. I don't remember because Mr. Nobody is in hiding or missing or whatever i don't remember how his arc ended in the previous movies like why is he missing or hiding or whatever the fuck i remember in one of the movies he got like shot and they had to leave him behind but i can't remember how he left so to speak i'm sure he'll show up in the next one but I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. But, yeah. Like I said, there's a lot that they could change with this one. And a lot they... Stop, stop at eight. You know, even if they even waited, like... Okay, what was Paul Walker's last one? Is that six or seven? Six, I think. I think you're right. And then they had seven. Seven was. Fuck. I have them all. There's so many of them. I mean, how do you fucking keep them straight? Like, There's the cave one. The cave one was four when they're driving across the border in the caves. Oh, yeah. Five was the Brazil one. Six. No. Now I gotta look. I think seven might have been his last one, because yeah. that was the one with uh, Jason Statham as the villain, because they killed his brother. I think he was in seven. I think that was his last one, but let me double check that, because Furious Seven. That was his last one. See, and that would have been so perfect, because then you do eight as his funeral. With somebody somebody Cypher could have killed him because yep. she was a villain then. And, and then, then there you done. go. Yep. Bam's your mother. Get revenge for Brian's death. And then don't do Fast and Furious, but you could do like. You, you could still do your Hob- You can do your Hobbs and Shaw movies and yeah, all that shit. Or like um, Dom as a kid. Yeah, you could do that. Do a fucking Tyrese and What's His Nuts spinoff. Yeah, do like a TV show even. Try, yeah, try that out. Uh, yeah, I'm. They they should have ended this story with avenging Brian's death. Yeah, is probably how it should have ended for sure. I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah, so that would have been perfect. His eight would have been his funeral, and going after the person that killed him. Getting revenge and. And then done. Bam, yeah. And then you can just do a branch off of it. Yeah, you can spin off of like where they did the Hobbs and Shaw movie and mm-hmm. fucking do whatever the fuck you want after that. But close out this family. Mm-hmm. Full family storyline. I mean, they got so many fucking people. Yeah. And I don't remember who it was we were watching, but they made a good point in saying how they take the villains or the antagonists and make them part of the family, like the rock Jason Statham 
and you know make their enemies their allies. Yeah. Okay. Even cipher in this one a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's just come on. Seems a little cookie cutter bullshit. It's easy storytelling, kind of. Yeah. Like I said, they just got bad. I I mean I will admit I I think it was Stuckman we were listening to this. I think this one was better than nine. Yes. But I think nine, they were intentional with the over the top aspect of it. Yeah. And then they decided to kind of bring it slightly back down to reality, but mm-hmm. it I mean it's still absolutely absurd. But. There's still God's eye is still a fucking red or fucking MacGuffin in this movie as it has been in the last fucking four, or whenever they fucking brought her in. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, like we said, it's action porn. Yeah, and this one, I think, this is movie did not do as well. Fast Nine came out in the fucking. COVID years. So that one is because I think eight still made a billion, but nine was kind of in the midst of COVID. Let's see what Fast Nine made. Fast Nine did well. It did seven twenty six. Okay, and people were still not going to the theater. Is that when you could buy them at home? No, I think that was a strict theatrical release. But, I mean, it's tracking <laughs> poorly because this one made 704. Hmm. Um, what did 8 make? I think 8 crossed a billion. So, yeah, they're dropping. Yeah, fucking Fast 8 made 1.2 billion. So, I don't know. It seems there this franchise has some diehard fans. For, there's no question. But yeah. I think the casual viewer is starting to lose a little bit of interest in it. Yeah, and I'm one of them. Yeah, I mean, it's like... Like, I used to be one of those people. You like, were one, yeah. Like, I hey, it's, it came out, I don't need to go the first week, but I'm going to the theater. Well, I remember you made me watch all of them fucking before I think Fast 8 came out. Mm-hmm. You're like, you got... Because I stopped after three. I was like, fuck this shit. Yeah, then they got then better. They got better. I mean, six. I th- I think it's six is an actually pretty solid fucking flick. Yeah, but uh, I like four. Four. I even like one a lot. Uh, yeah, you like oh, one. Gee. Yeah. You have seven rated the highest. Oh yeah, because that's my saddest. Yeah, that's right. That's why. But, yeah, I mean, you know what you're getting when you watch these fucking movies. It's not any shock. It is what it is. So. All right, let's rate it. And let's talk about what we saw in theaters we briefly talked about. All right. You want a rundown of your... Yeah, let's go. Okay. 
So for you, fast one, 8, 8, 2, 6, 3, 6.3, 4, 7.5, 5, 7, 6, 7, 7, 9, 8, 6.0. Oh, you're confusing the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Holy shit. Fast and the Furious 8.8. Too Fast, Too Furious 6. Tokyo Drift 6.3. Fast and Furious, which is the fourth one, the Mexican one, Yeah. 7.5. Fast 5, the real one, mm-hmm. 7. Fast 6. I don't know where that one took place. Hmm. That's the... Uh, Shaw's brother. Seven. Fast seven. Paul Walker's last one. Nine. Nice. Fate of the Furious, you gave a six. Hobbs and Shaw, you gave a 6.3. And we don't have the numbers for nine because we did that first before we started writing them down. Oh, yeah. So your lowest, we'll just give you the high and low. Your fast seven is your high at nine. Your low is too fast at six. Well, I give this one. Okay. I don't know what I gave Fast 9. Right. But if I had to give it a rating right now, I'd give Fast 9 a 5.2. And I would give this one like a Five four. A five four? You gave Tokyo Drift a six three. I and like too, Tokyo Drift. Too Fast Too Furious, you gave a six. You right. like Too Fast Too Furious more than this one? Number two? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you gave because it Because it was still fun. And this one we have a goddamn fucking Guy that paints toenails while fucking to his people. Yeah, it, he's playing a complete nutter psychopath, but we didn't really talk about that. He he looked like he was having the time of his fucking life. Like he was just chewing up scenery. It looked like he was having a ball playing that character, Jason yeah. Momoa. Oh, yeah, he was loving it. But Yeah, he was odd. So what did you say, a 5'6"? No, yeah, this one was 5'4". Five, 5'4"? Four. Five, four? Yeah, 5'2 is 9. Okay, so my high is, it looks like the first one, with a 7.3. Oh, you like the first one the best? Because it, yeah, because it's so, I mean, it's real. Like, that could actually happen. Yeah. Everything after that is just, just, I mean, it's. (laughs) Then my low was the second one, Too Fast, with a 5. I gave Fast 4 a 6. I gave Fast 7 a 6.8. I'll give this a 6. It's probably on par with the fourth one. Well, I like the fourth one. I do too. I mean, I'm not saying this one's bad. I just... No, it is what it is, but... It's just... 
I've been a Fast and Furious fan. Like, Tokyo Drift used to be one of my most hated movies. It was on my thing, and I took that back. I, I, take, I Because after I rewatched it. I enjoyed that after a rewatch more than I did After before. I rewatched it a few times, I was like, oh, yeah, this is actually. Yep, I, I, I remember doing that, and I, I was right there with you. Yeah. Well, I was doing something. It's on TV. No, we we watched it for the podcast. Yeah, but I had mine as age worse. Right, and then you changed your mind after we watched it again for the podcast. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All right, so we also went to the movies this week. Um, Turn it off if you. This is gonna be some spoilers. Yep, we went and saw Oppenheimer. What, should I pull up the numbers quick for that? Yeah, and, you know, it totally makes sense. I mean, Barbie and this one came out at the same time, and not many people, A, can bring their families to all go see that. B, um, it's a three-hour-long movie. So not many people can handle that. It's certainly not. I mean, it didn't feel like it. No, I, I think I, it was perfectly paced. I couldn't. I'll have to watch it again to determine whether there should be places where you could cut. But on the first watch, I don't. I can't think of anything that should have been cut. Yeah. And honestly, going back to Fast and Furious, it was two twenty. It was fine. Yeah. There was not too much. Lag. And yeah, there wasn't think... a car scene that I was like, okay, you can cut the fuck out of this, right? Yeah, it felt pretty tight. Even the car scenes or races were very mellow. Like, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I thought two twenty was. Yeah, so okay. for the movies that we just watched, like, yeah, with Oppenheimer, um. But Oppenheimer being a three-hour-long movie, dialogue-heavy, biopic, essentially, or historical movie, three hours and not having anything to cut is... I mean, that just goes to the fucking expertise of Christopher Nolan, essentially. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, he writes everything he directs, more or less. Wrote and directed. He had some writing help. K. Bird and Martin Sherwin. But has an IMDb of 8.7. A Metascore of 88. Rotten Tomatoes of 93% tomato meter. 91% audience. Had a $100 million budget. As it is still in theaters. Currently has made domestically $228 million. Five hundred sixty-eight thousand six hundred twenty dollars worldwide. Five hundred fifty-two million nine hundred forty-three thousand six hundred twenty dollars. Which should be noted, this movie was rated R, so that limits the reach that it gets. Yeah, being three hours long also limits it because that's a limits the number of showings you can do in a week. Well, and I have to say, so I get stressed out in movies pretty easily. Like, 
especially like for the first 20 minutes of this movie, I'm trying to like, I don't understand any of this. Uh, I don't understand physics. So. Well, Nolan is kind of a master at that also, where there's linear stories, linear story lines going at the same time. I like how he broke it up black and white in color. Yeah. Where you got Oppenheimer's aspect against Robert Downey Jr.'s aspect. Where, and we watched a couple YouTube videos on it after the fact. It seems to be relatively fucking historically accurate. Yeah. Which, typically, if I'm going to watch, I don't, I talk about this ad nauseum, but I don't really like biopics or even true historical movies because I'd just rather watch a documentary. This almost felt like a documentary. It like, did, I yeah. mean, it was... With how it was filmed and directed and how everything was done. Yeah, it was perfect. I, I mean, you're, you're hard-pressed. You'd have to really try and convince me to tell me that Christopher Nolan is not the best director working today. Oh, yeah. I mean, people will argue Scorsese. You could argue Spielberg. But for my money, it's Nolan. I mean, Unless we talk about horror, then you got to get into Ari Aster and people dude, like that. We need to watch that one. Bo is afraid, yeah. We got. And Robert Eggers, of course, we is eat in there. That fire before it goes bad, too. I mean, I'll eat it with mold on it. Hundred percent. But. But yeah, I mean, it's. And that's another thing about biopics, is you know. How it ends. So it takes some of the tension or drama out of watching the movie. Mm-hmm. But this had me tense as fuck. Yeah. Like it was, it kept me on the edge of my seat. Again, dialogue heavy, but we like Kevin Smith. So, I mean, we're used to dialogue heavy movies. So it's not any shock. Yeah, that's totally fine. It's just, yeah, I get stressed, but that's a, it's a weird stress. Like I'm fine with it. But I'm also worried I'm not going to understand this movie. So that's what goes through my mind. And then eventually, like, in the middle of it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is all coming together. Yeah, and it's I didn't know much about Oppenheimer personally. Like, I didn't know about his communist ties and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And so that was I learned a lot, actually, watching this movie, for sure. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean... Christopher Nolan is at the top of his game. It was said that, who knows how true it is, but there's not one visual effect shot in the movie. Mm-hmm. So every explosion they did, everything they did was done practically, which he's always been a proponent of. He tries to limit visual effects as low as possible. And he still shoots on film, yeah. which... Like, I think I told you the IMAX 70 millimeter print. It's like six miles long and weighs something like 7,000 pounds or something. I don't remember the actual numbers, but it's absurd. That's why people don't shoot on film anymore. But he's a purist and always has been a purist. That's why he broke up with Warner Brothers because they stopped doing, or they started doing the theatrical and streaming release same day. He's like, fuck that. You're not going to release Tenet like that, and Tenet is going to be the last movie I do with you. So, he's a purist. 
Interesting. Which is, I don't know, unique, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was fucking fantastic. I don't know. It's I, certainly not for everybody. No, and I enjoyed it a lot. Like, typically, I would say I like these. I like um, biopics. You know, yeah, you like I them do. more than I do for sure. I enjoy that a lot. Yeah, and it also is bad because. Then you kind of like, oh, is this real or is this not real? So you kind of have to. I do, do like thing. the idea of doing the research after the fact of watching a exactly. biopic and see what was embellished and what was actually mm-hmm. true and shit. Well, that we, part I do like. We did that when we watched Air. Yep. And yeah, we've done that a lot. Like done Pretty much any time we know watch anything it. going into a lot of these movies, and then I watch it, and then I always watch YouTube videos and. Like shit. Well, even on the drive back from the fucking theater, you're like, I didn't even realize Einstein was alive then. Yeah, I was <laughs> you know, like, like, man, that motherfucker was like, what, 1700s, 1800s? <laughs> right. So it's. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a fucking stoner. In my head, I thought Einstein was old as shit. <laughs> like, old, old. Yeah, I mean, so it, it's good to. So you're telling me Einstein was alive 65 years ago? Einstein? Holy shit. I think he fled Germany in like the 30s. Like he kind of saw the writing on the wall because, I mean, he was a Jew. Yeah. So he fled early. That's why he was telling him maybe it's time for you to leave your country because... Well, I mean, because the country was going to turn on him and all that shit, which... It looks like they did, more or less. Or some people in the government did. The scientific community didn't. Mm-mm. But yeah, it was all... That was fascinating. I didn't know any of that backstory, really. That's going to be a great, like, snowy day. Don't want to leave the house. That's going to need another watch, for sure. Most and, Nolan movies do. You know, you just want a blankie. Keep, you know, just... Like a Saturday. I have Saturdays off my life. Though. And this will... Definitely warrant some nominations. I think Murphy will get nominated. Yeah. Uh, Downey, I could very well see getting nominated for supporting cinematography, and they sound did a editing, great job with directing. Yeah. Because I was like, damn, that's not Downey. And I was like, yeah, that's Downey. I was like, holy shit, he's like 20 years old or older in this one. Yeah. Than what he normally is. So he looked like he was like 80. But yeah, where where do you put it in the Nolan pantheon? So what are Nolan movies? Nolan yeah, me, did with Memento was kind of his first big one. The guy Pierce lost his memory, uses photographs to fucking. Oh, that is a good one. Uh, the Prestige, the magician one with Hugh Jackman. Oh, I like, like that. A that lot. movie is so underrated. I like that one. He did the Dark Knight trilogy. Yep. He did Insomnia with Al Pacino. That one was before The Prestige and Batman. Uh, Inception, Interstellar, Dunkirk, which is a war movie. You don't like war movies. Tenet. I think those are all his big ones. 
A lot of people didn't like Tenet, but I liked it. I mean, I don't know. They're all just great movies. I'd say it's top third. I mean, I mean, I love Dark Knight, the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, for sure. Fucking amazing. I do like Prestige. Prestige is fucking fantastic. Like that movie's so. Underrated. I don't care who you are, but that movie does. I could. Well, actually, I haven't seen it in a while. I need to put that on my list. Actually, I'm probably going to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. Um, it's fantastic. Memento Strong. Yeah. Uh, Inception. I, fu- I fucking love Inception. I love Inception. Um, I wasn't as big on Interstellar as a lot of people were. Not a huge, huge, but it was... A, I mean, you say I'm not... Okay, yeah. I'm not a huge into war movies, but... I don't mind that one. Dunkirk was good. That one, of I any mean, of his movies, that one was too long. That could have been cut by probably 20 minutes. Yeah, and I'm just going to be real. I'm not upset that I watched it. I'm glad that I saw it. But it's not like I'm going to rewatch it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I made, I, it was a great watch. 100%. It I, was, like, yeah. I'm That's... not disappointed. I'm glad that I watched it, but... I don't need to see it again. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there's a lot of movies like that for sure. So I'm not like dogging on him because he's like, he, that was a great movie, great job. But yeah, Dark Knight changed my world of Batman. Dark Knight is, I mean, you could make arguments, but that is probably his best film, just top to bottom. Yeah. Um, I'm a I'm a big Inception guy. I love that movie. That one blows my mind. I want to see that on the chocolate bars. <laughs> I went to the theaters with Justin and watched that. Then we went back to his apartment and talked about it for like an hour and a half after seeing it for the first time. Like, what the fuck was that? That was fucking insane. And he has his people. Like... Cillian Murphy, yeah. he was in the Dark Knight trilogy, he was in Inception, he was in Dunkirk. I don't, th- I don't think he was in Tenet, but so that's six movies of his. He's worked with Michael Caine and damn near everything. Kenneth Branagh was the villain in Tenet. He played Niels Bohr. So he has his people, and he's loyal to his people, which I I like a lot. I don't know. I I see that in Hollywood a lot. Like they have yeah. their people. Scorsese with De Niro and Leca- mm-hmm. DiCaprio. Yeah. Like you, you know these people. You know you work well when, together. But well, you know when you're writing something, you you're doing. It you're for that writing person. it for that person. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I already. I mean, I got them. I got this shit. A hundred percent. Yeah, I know exactly what I'm looking for, and this person can do it. it. And this is kind of Cillian Murphy's first, like, lead role. I I hope he gets a lot of nominations. I'm not sure what he's going to be up against, but it'd be cool to see him win. Yeah. The trailers were great for it, too. 
Yeah, I mean, all of Nolan's trailers are fucking fantastic. I don't know if he cuts them. I can't imagine he cuts them himself, but whoever does it does a bang-up job. And when you make a movie like that, it's got to be pretty easy to make a good trailer out of it. Yeah, you don't want to put some shitty ones like Adam Sandler ones on. Oh, yeah, fuck. But, yeah, it is phenomenal. But, yeah, definitely recommend seeing it. Um, throw out to AMC for the twenty dollars a month, twelve movies. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, the dog movie comes out. Soon. Strays. It comes out. I think not next week, but the following. Okay. Uh, what else? Uh, I'd like to see Talk to Me at some point. The movie's getting pretty good reviews. Yeah. The A twenty four horror film. I, unbeknownst to R? me, it's R. I don't know if A24 has made a PG-13 movie. Maybe they have. Yeah. But I don't know how or why, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is getting good reviews. Can't I don't know why or how or what or who, but it's happening. Yeah, I don't get that. No, I don't either. But... Who knows? Um, don't really know of any other big movies off the top of my head that are coming out. We're going to start getting into award season here soon, so. Yeah. It'll be interesting. But yeah, I think Oppenheimer will get plenty of nominations. Technical and acting, which Nolan, I don't, I don't know that he's ever directed somebody in an acting nomination hmm. off the top of my head I can't think of one but I think he's going to have a couple Downey and Murphy for sure so it'll be interesting yeah I mean I don't know I see it winning awards but what movies do you think are going to be on there uh, most of them won't come, won't come until late if we're talking of shit that's already come out, for, like for best movie, you think Oppenheimer will be Oppenheimer book? will be nominated for best picture, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but what movies are they releasing that you think that that have released or will be releasing that you think could be on that list too? That's a good question because you think about it. Typically, the Oscar movies don't come out until like September, October. Yeah. But last year, Everything Everywhere All at Once came out in February and fucking won everything. So it's hard to say anymore. I'm trying to think of what has come out prior, has already come out that could be in the running for that, for Best Picture. And off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. But... Again, once everything gets, I mean, all the fucking festivals are finished and all those movies have been bought up and those are typically the movies that get nominated for shit. So, again, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Well, all right. On that note, probably... Back to Pirates for the next one? Or do we want to do an offshoot one? 
We'll see what the mood is. Because you're gone next weekend. And we're probably going to be doing a... We still got a couple weeks for year in review, probably. We haven't even started on 2001 yet. So... We'll have to get on I that. I know, yeah. uh, Fast and Furious was on mine already. <laughs> yeah, that was 2001. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure, figure it out. All righty. Fuck uh, off. Peace off. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more booze and bullshit.